This is Life Off the Deep Ends podcast. We are a family of four plus a cat from Seattle who decided to embrace crazy and sell our house and everything we owned to buy a sailboat named Litha, and we plan to sail the world. This podcast is a retelling of our adventures just as we would telling our best friends over the phone. We are Kim and Justin, our kids are Tyler and Evie, and we really hope you enjoy and are inspired to live life off the deep end yourself. On episode 23, we're going to talk about our trip to Tenacatita. <laughs> you do something weird, like... Every episode, you just have to, don't you? Yeah, pretty much. But I gotta think of new, th- new weird things to do it. Right. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna talk about Tenacatita. Um, again, I apologize if our microphone sounds really tinny. Uh, like I said in the last episode, we can't just like go to a store and buy a new cable. There's no store where we are. It's like an hour and a half cable, bus ride. Or if it's a microphone. It could be a little bit of anything. Maybe someone should come visit us and bring us a new cable for our microphone. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, okay, so. So from Camilla. From Camilla. Ca- Camilla? Camilla? No, we were in Paraiso. Paraiso? Uh-huh. Yeah, we made it up more. I bet people cannot hear you I back there. I bet they can hear me just fine. Let's start a poll. <laughs> Who here could hear Justin just fine? Back in a corner. <laughs> in a corner. I'm like three inches further away from the microphone than you are. Uh-uh. Two feet. Yeah. No. <laughs> you have no sense of measurement. Is that good? <laughs> For me, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Moving on. Yeah. All right. Going to Katita. <laughs> I don't even remember the sail down there. I don't think it was anything. It was not very far. It was, it was like another like hour or two. Yeah. All of these are, you know, we did 20 hours and then we just did like little tiny skips down the coast. So we're pretty far back in a bay here. And once again, there is a river uh, that uh, we can dingy into. So no. So we wanted to go on a jungle cruise, not the Disney version. Although we it, did make jokes about been. things like that. Um, so the, but what we wanted to say, as we were pulling into this place, we were really hoping the further south we got that this red tide, awful brown, murky water would clear up. Because in Tenacatita, there's a snorkeling area called the Aquarium, because it's so clear and so amazing. And all of and our so guidebooks, yeah, all of our guidebooks say it's just the best snorkeling ever. And as we're kind of rounding the corner, getting close to this aquarium. It's still brown and murky and awful, it's, and we're yeah. so bummed <laughs> that we it's finally warm enough to go snorkeling, and we don't get to snorkel. So uh, we went around to like the main um, anchorage area and decided um, we didn't really do anything that first day. We just kind of hung out. I don't know. We got some schoolwork done. It's like what you do sometimes in this life. You don't just jet right out to do the touristy things. You got to get schoolwork done for the kids and. All that fun jazz. So, uh, yeah. yeah Spent the day there, anchored. Uh, a few other boats there. Yeah. Uh, a huge, huge mega yacht. It must be 200 foot plus mega yacht was there. And a couple of, like, maybe five other cruising boats or so. Yeah. Uh, hung out. Uh, kind of tucked, tucked around because there was a, 
The winds were like thermal winds, so it would be, once again in the afternoon, the winds would pick up maybe up to 15, 20 miles per hour. So strong, but not that strong. Um, nothing normally that would concern us with our experience. So we, in the morning, we decided to just get... The next day. The next day. We spent the night there totally fine, by the way, prefacing for something that happens later. <laughs> we decided to uh, head up and do our jungle cruise, make sure the dinghy is full of gas and everything else. So the jungle cruise, you're going through a small river with uh, uh, mangroves on each side. And it's, I don't know, maybe 10 foot, 12 foot wide, some of it, like in the narrow sections. and what? Uh, Yeah. Some of it was like... Six feet wide. <laughs> it's kind of small. Well, when we first got in, it was huge. Um, there, there's a whole bunch of hangas in there, and it looked very much like, like something that was staged. There's this old like party boat that's oh, yeah, half like sunken a, in the like water. It was like a catamaran, like an old party catamaran that was, yeah, buried in the sand. The bows were buried in the sand, half sunken, just a little bit sticking up, and like still like a party deck going on, and some like faded. Rusted, like yeah, and uh, faded like writing on it, like it used to be some type of party boat. It looked like Disneyland. Yeah, it did. Some or like the Jurassic Park ride. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was huge opening right there, and we were um, there's a lot of shallow spots, so Justin was driving the dinghy and actually standing up and looking around to make sure we weren't gonna like hit anything and kind of dodging um, shallow spots. And then we got into more of a um, more narrow area. Um, apparently there's amazing birds and we didn't really see that many birds. I was no. kind of bummed. They're, they were there, but they'd fly way far out in front of us. Um, and we didn't really see what colors they were. Um, but our, our goal was to find some crocodiles. Um, at first we're just going through here. Actually, the kids were being butts, actually. <laughs> They're like, it's hot. I'm sweaty. And I felt Are we like, there yet? Because it was a, it's going to be a long dinghy ride. It was... It was going to be like a an hour, hour and a half at least. A couple of miles up the estuary there. Uh, yeah, they're they're complaining because, like I said, the further south you get, the warmer it is and the more humid it is. And we are literally in a tropical jungle and they're complaining. I'm like, you guys, you don't even know how amazing life is right now for you. Anybody would be killing to do what you're doing right now. And you're sitting here complaining about sweat dripping down your face. Deal, kids. It happens. It's okay. I hope that eventually they appreciate this life. Um, but it was really pretty. Um, tell them about trying to like steer this dinghy through all these little curves and the mangroves. Yeah, so we're going slow because we're trying to look at everything. Because we're trying to find crocodiles and look for real cro crocodiles, not the not the shoes. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's there's a little bit of river current and just trying to steer the dinghy through these narrow sections. You end up kind of bumping into some mangroves here and there. Kind of. Bumping into mangroves a lot. Yeah, it's fine. One time, we're going right towards this whole huge mangrove bush. There was, like, um, bamboo and stuff sticking out of that one, too. And I see this massive blue crab, like, crawling up the side of the mangrove, like, right next to my face. And I'm like, ah! Turn, turn, turn! And Justin doesn't even see it. 
like he doesn't know what I'm screaming about as I'm making sure that I do not hit a crab with my face. You know, crabs are fine, but not in my face. And <laughs> and it's not. And he didn't even see it. And so then when he so it slides past and it doesn't hit me in the face as we're like crashing into all these branches and crashing really we slightly bumping that. No. <laughs> these like like plant life is falling on on Evie and I and then he gets to where this crab this piece of bamboo that this crab's on and he doesn't know it's there and almost put his hand right on it as he's trying to like grab a branch to kind of kick us back off to, you know, back into the not not in the mangroves. We back the into river. the river. <laughs> We're still in the river though. Um I'm like, You almost touched that crab He's like, Yeah. Then you saw it, but you just yeah, you just thought I was insane, didn't you? Yeah, but well but I always think that. Oh, thanks a lot. This is what I live with, you guys. I have to live with this dude twenty four seven, seven days a week. Like this is what I do. <laughs> uh, good times. So, continue uh, on with your dinghy exploration. We made it all the way up to the end of the river. Or... Oh, hold on. We are going to oh. talk about these pangas coming towards us. Oh. Remember, we were like, we sort of felt like we were all by ourselves, and I thought, oh my gosh, there's probably like spiders and bugs and jungly things, and nobody comes this way, and I don't see anybody going as far as we're going. And then out of the blue, this huge panga with all these tourists comes up, and we have to kind of like tuck in off to one little inlet that we could kind of position our dinghy so that they could get by. And um, we saw, what, two more after that. Like, they, they bring tourists through here on yep. huge pangas. Um, so, I don't know. That made me feel better. Like, we weren't totally alone, and I'm not like, what are we doing in this jungle with crocodiles and crabs going to fall on my head? And, um, I don't know, having the pangas there were made me feel better. So, anyway, you can talk about how we got to that. It really did take forever. It took to a get long all the way to the end, and we really it were sweating. Forever. I know, I know the kids were complaining, and uh, we were probably complaining a little bit too. And I'm like, how much further is this? Do we really want to go all the way to the end? Like, what crazy jungle animal is going to eat us? And like, really, how big are these crocodiles? Because we have an inflatable dinghy, and I don't really want to die. <laughs> the more and more we went, the more and more I was thinking that this is a bad idea. Um, and there were really narrow places where there's just, there's mangroves on both sides of us. We're like scraping branches. And um, what do you call those those trees that like all their branches were coming down towards us and you had to duck sometimes. They're really pretty. They're like stuffed straight out of like Pocahontas. <laughs> I don't, you don't know what those are called? It's basically like a screen of of tree, almost like a willow tree, but a different kind. But that the those kind of like viney branches um, would be hanging really low, and I mean it was beautiful, but it was a little spooky. Wouldn't do it, it at fun. night. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, so made it to the end, and then we got there. It's like a big kind of lake at the end. Yeah, kind day, of. But. Yeah, it opens up, and then we see where all the tourists are coming from. There's a like a dock there, and like a restaurant, and some other stuff, and we're like, well, no real reason to stop or anything, so we just. Well, we didn't bring any money with us. We didn't know there was like a restaurant at the end. So the kids were like, can we stop? Can we get, like, some sodas? Like, no, we didn't bring any money. We're just going to go back the way we came and say we did it. Yep, started heading back slowly again. But this time we were following a panga because I'm like, oh, sweet, he's going to lead the way. 
Yeah, <laughs> like just, and then you can kind of um, gauge like how fast you can go around these corners and see how he does it. How he sort of like, I don't know, it was like fishtailing around corners. So he was doing it really fast. And then he also stopped and pointed out some real crocs. Yeah, it was awesome. It was like we were part of the tour, and he was really, really nice. Well, I saw one first. Um, we were we were going down, and I was like, oh, there's a crocodile, and he was little, like. Like, um, like iguana-sized, you know, and he jumped right into the water, and no one else saw him but me. And then this panga guy, he was pointing out where all the other crocodiles were, and they were also pretty small. He was a yeah. little bigger than the first one I saw, but they were like baby crocodiles. They weren't, they which weren't. was good. I don't need to see some massive crocodile. No, no, no. Um, but he was just sitting there on a, um, on some branches and croc in the water. Log. A croc on a log. <laughs> Um, so we're like, yay! We completed our mission today. We actually saw real crocodiles. Um, we filmed all of this, by the way. We will make a YouTube video, and it will make much more sense than my blah blah blah. There's this tree that sort of looks like a willow. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> You'll see it all. So be sure to check out our YouTube um, when I when I get that far. Uh, so so we, um, were, we were probably about three quarters of the way back when we saw some jet skiers coming up towards us. Jet skiers from the massive super yacht. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of slow down, wave, let them pass. And they're like, are you guys... Li are you guys Alita? We're like, yeah. Yeah, I thought they were just going to say hi. And they're like, uh, your boat's dragging. We're like, what? <laughs> Not to mention, we'd been there all night the night before, and it was totally fine. And, and it wasn't the, windy. In the jungle, there was no wind at all. Like, we didn't feel anything. There wasn't even a breeze. It was stagnant. So they basically, I mean, they got on their jet skis to go through the river to come find us. Yeah. Um, so they said that um, another cruiser that was near us on another boat had already jumped on our boat and let out some more chain for us. But he thought we were still dragging, but he didn't know. So I thought, okay, well, I'm not that worried. Like, there's people out there on our boat helping. Thank goodness for this community of cruisers that we have. And these are people we haven't even met yet. Yeah. Um, so Justin like puts it into high gear. And we start planing on our dinghy like around these corners and freaking me the heck out. It was fine. It was a lot of fun actually. The kids were like, woo! And I'm like, we're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to die. Um, so we made it back. Um, we also like jump these little bit of waves, like coming, like the the. Um... There's a little bit of like a bar crossing from the river going back into the ocean. So there was some. Um, we got wet. A little wet, but there were like I don't know, some of them. I guess some of the waves were breaking, some of them not. But you, you kind of have to stop a little bit, pause, and time it, and then then head out and choose your wave to go over. Yeah, which was we didn't have a whole ton of time because we were really stressed and wanted to get out to our boat right away. Um, so we. Yeah, our boat was not where we left it. It wasn't that far. It wasn't like it dragged across the whole bay or anything. But and the wind speed out on the water was, was like fine. 17 knots or something like that. It wasn't a lot. And we've never drugged before. We always back down on our anchor. So I don't know if we were caught on a rock before and it pulled up the anchor or someone was caught in it. But, but it's weird it would do it like hours and hours after we had already been there. Um, I mean, and we see people drag anchor all the time and... We're always like, ah, that's not going to be us. Like, we, we upgraded our anchor when we bought the boat. We feel super secure all the time through much, much stronger winds. And, yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just a fluke fluke occurrence. Um, 
but it was definitely scary. Um, then the guy who helped us out, he came over on his dinghy and he was like, I just want to let you know that I, I hopped aboard and, you know, let out more chain for you. He goes, I, you know, just in case you have cameras up there. And yeah. I'm like, no, thank you so much. Like, that's really great of you. I wonder what Cherry thought of like total random strangers hopping on our boat. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's probably like, hi, pet me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, um, crazy but uh it worked out fine and we actually just pulled up our anchor and just went kind of all the way over to the other end of the bay i think those people were like that boat dragged and now they're yeah. gonna be like staring at us all night thinking we're gonna drag again and we don't know what we're doing and like i swear we know what we're doing this is the very first time we've ever dragged um so we did we kind of moved pretty far pretty far away from everybody oh, else in the morning we could hear the net oh yeah uh there's a cruiser net in Barra, and from Tenacatita you could hear the cruiser net, barely. Barely. Um, so that was cool to kind of, after a few days and um, non-civilization, we could hear people on a cruiser net again. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, so the day we went on this dinghy cruise was Easter. And um, I said I want to talk a little bit about having like holidays out here. Uh, Evie, you know, I mean, Tyler's 13 years old. He knows that we're the Easter Bunny. Evie doesn't, you know, she's six. So she's very, very worried. Like, Mom, Dad, is the Easter Bunny going to come? Like, how is the Easter Bunny going to get on our boat? You know, is when Santa came, like, Santa can fly, fly, he'll just fly. How's the Easter Bunny going to get to a boat? I'm like, well, maybe the Easter Bunny goes to the nearest land and then has a magical hop from the island onto our boat. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's probably what the Easter Bunny Makes does. Sense. So she's very, very concerned that the Easter Bunny was not going to come. And I was telling her, like, well, you know, I don't know. The Easter Bunny might not come. I don't really know what, I don't know what the rules are about Easter bunnies. Like, I know Santa will. So, um, and then uh, when, before we left La Cruz, um, Justin took a bus over to Walmart for some things, and I told him, you have to pick up Easter stuff. But Mexico doesn't celebrate Easter like the United States does, so they don't have, like, stupid plastic eggs and, which you know. Which is nice. Which is way. nice. You don't need all the stupid plastic anyway. Um, but they don't sell Easter baskets, and I don't have a basket. Like, what am I going to do with a basket? And, um, and all bunny stuffed animals and all the things that you give your kids. So Justin all the did junk you don't need. Yes, exactly. So I thought, okay, well, buy her a new dress. Cause that's usually what the Easter Bunny brings her anyway. It's a new Easter dress. So buy her a dress and buy buy Tyler like. What did you? We got him some shoes or something. No, uh, some new sports shirts. He was looking for some poly shirts because. Uh, but I think you also bought him some new flip flops. Oh yeah, yeah, flip flops. And he then he just tried to find like all egg shaped things. So like Tyler got a football. Like this is sort of egg shaped. And Evie got um, what were those little um, they're like chocolates. Oh, what are they called? Um, I think they sell them in the U.S. too. But they're chocolate and they have like a stupid little toy on the inside of it. Like after you eat the chocolate. So that was the best we could do with, like, chocolate-egged Easter bunny. Um, they each got, like, six, eight. They each seven. got, yeah, they had to go find them in the boat in the morning. And what else? We got her some kind of toy. There's this little, like, um, LOL dolls or, I don't know. Oh, Hatchimals. Like, Hatchimals. Hatchimals. That's what they're an called. Egg, egg thing. Yeah, because they, they look like, yeah, they're like little egg toys. So Justin did fine trying to find all the egg-shaped things. <laughs> um... 
But it is. It's really uh, different doing holidays out here, especially when we barely knew when Easter was. Like, I think we mentioned in a previous podcast that we had a bunch of people over for dinner and one kid goes, are we doing this because it's St. Patrick's Day? We're like, uh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Let me go get my green food coloring. Not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it is. It's just really different. Um, Anything else you want to say about that? Or anything else about Tenochtitlan in general? No, I think we really just left the next day. Yeah, we wanted to go head to Barra, Barra de Navidad, and uh, yeah. oh, we did go around the corner just to make sure that this aquarium, snorkeling, amazing area was still murky and gross, and uh, it, it was. was. <laughs> it was such a bummer. Um, so we, um, yeah, we wanted to continue on to Barra. A lot of like I said, Barra has a cruiser net, and um, we hear really, really good things about Barra. And the the biggest thing that I wanted to do was have this French baker deliver French baked goods to your boat. Um, so we will talk about that next time, because <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so I guess uh, we will... Say goodbye to this episode, and in episode 24, we will talk about Barra de Navidad. Sounds good. All right, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our website at lifeoffthedeepend.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also support us by visiting Kim's website at seenfromthesea.com. S-E-E-I-N-G from the S-E-A.com.